0: Welcome to the Worthy of Self podcast, episode three. Oh, excuse me. Hi. I've just been feeling super just energetic. And it's been a while since I recorded. And I in divine timing, right? There's just been a lot of shifting and moving and i really i really can't wait to share the energy update but i wanted to just apologize and say how cool is it to have people reach out and be like hey when's your next episode like i'm waiting for the next episode and i just feel so honored you guys i think that's so great and i love the support and i just wanted to say thank you thank you thank you um again i just have zero expectations of how this podcast is going to come out or how people are going to feel about it or whatever the case may be, but I just, it's been giving me so much fun and, and joy. So again, thank you so much, you guys. And with that being said, I would like to ask you guys, if this is something that you're enjoying, please share, like, subscribe, and leave a comment. I want to hear what you guys are thinking and what are some things that you want me to talk about. DM me on my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram handle is carol, and I will go ahead and put that in the show notes because that's a that's a big Instagram handle let me tell you. But uh you yeah, know that's just kind of what the worthy of self journey it's Sometimes it's big and sometimes it's a lot to handle. And here we are today showing up for ourselves. So what this episode is going to be about is um, how I shared already is I want to do an energy update, like what's been going on with me and what I've been feeling and how, you know, what I'm feeling for November. And then some of the topics I'm going to be talking about are boundaries and why it's important I'd like to talk about triggers and what we can do with them, and how we can go and use that, and go within and have self-reflection. I also want to share about feminine energy and masculine energy. What does that mean? And it's very a very um, hot topic nowadays, right? I've been seeing a lot of different energy readers and their take of it, but this is going to be how I receive and my opinions on it. I also want to talk about grief. And then I will like to talk about something that I absolutely enjoy talking to with my coaching clients. And that is forgiveness. What does that mean to forgive and self forgive and forgive others? All right, you guys grab your favorite beverage and your favorite squishy, squishy mallow. And let's enjoy the worthy of self podcast. All right, you guys, I want to talk about the energy update, what has been transpiring in my life, and then, as I mentioned before, kind of what I'm feeling for the collective. So right now, I want to give an update on uh, how I got Reiki certified. I'm a level two healer. And it was super exciting, super fun, and I've already gone through the attunement process for Reiki Level 1. And one of the things that I learned about myself was that maybe I should be asking what to look for or kind of what to expect from certain things. and. I remember my healer she was like, "All right, cool. You're going to go through the attunement process for the level 1." And I was like, "I don't know what that means." And again, that should have been the moment that I asked like, "What is that? What is it? What is that? And what's going to happen?" Well, I basically was just like going through it and not realizing the amount of expansion that I went through and It brought a lot of awareness and my just my third eye was opening up even more and I was like, oh my gosh, whoa. And I say that with love and light, like I don't want to scare anybody from potentially going through it. I would just say learn from my mistakes and ask, like, what does that even mean? So with that being said, I am currently going through the attunement process again. And since I've already gone through it, I was kind of like, all right, this is going to be very interesting. And what I realize and kind of what I want to describe an attunement process. And obviously, it's going to be different for individuals and where they're at in their frequency and growth and soul spiritual awakening, right? At least that's what I've been receiving. And for me, how I like to explain the attunement process is like doing the self healing journey without meditation, without journaling, without going to therapy. And it's like a massive, uh, up leveling, right? Because for those that are listening, if you understand, you know, where I'm coming from, like having that spiritual awakening and doing the shadow work and, taking care of your personal development and have that emotional intelligence like there are breakthroughs right there's discoveries or there's that download or a revelation whatever you want to call it but going through the attunement process it's like that but again not doing anything you're just kind of you know standing there and you're like oh my gosh I just received this download this revelation I'm not even journaling at this moment like where whoa but honoring it. Right. And being like, okay, I hear you. I see you. It's almost like to, um, because I am an empath. I am very intuitive. I have, you know, abilities to not only read people, observe them, hear them. I can see right through certain individuals. I've shared before that I'm able to go in a grocery store and I can tell, by just looking like who has the red flags where, um, someone is in limbo or working on themselves or somebody, you know, I like to call them the, um, what is that term where it's like, they're a non contributing, contributing player, an NPC, right? <laughs> if you know video games, you know that specific character. So, and it's not, I'm not here to like say it in a bad way there, it's just, realizing that and being like, okay, I need to protect my energy. So that's something that I've been really tapping into and practicing is like bubbling and shielding and protecting my energy. Um, Something about me in the past, I never knew how to do that, which again, kind of ties into boundaries, what I will talk about coming up. But again, it's just like, being in my own lane and realizing that with the attunement process, I trigger a lot of people by almost like just existing. And it's a weird space to be in, but, and I don't want to say weird in a bad way, it's just. Again, going through shadow work and really being in my light and really practicing embodiment and really having that confidence in myself and trusting myself, it does trigger certain people. And with, again, going to the entombment process, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm triggering people even more by just walking into rooms and I'm like, what in what is going on? But trusting and knowing that that's supposed to be the reason I'm in certain places. Like there is no accident, right? I know some people would say like, I wasn't meant to be here X, Y, and Z. And it's like, no, in divine timing, wherever you are is where you're supposed to be. It's also going and realizing or understanding that the people that have came into our lives were also meant to be in our lives. Um... That's something I want to talk about in the future is that circle back around. I've been talking to my clients about this and my friends of like the circle back around how sometimes the parts that we didn't allow ourselves to be seen or heard or make those amends or heal that story, we get that circle back around. Right. And again, that's going to be a future topic. Maybe another topic would be the repetitive lessons from when we meet an individual and we're like, wait, you look and sound familiar. And I know you guys know what I'm talking about, but so that's been interesting and fun. So again, just going through the attunement process and it does kind of, I want to say the first time I went through the attunement process, it was about a three month process and i was like whoa um my senses of the gifts that i have that again i've mentioned i'm an empath so i do have capabilities that sometimes feel like a gift and a curse but i've been honoring those parts so much and allowing them to unfold and allowing them to talk about it and realizing that sometimes people don't like what they don't understand and I'm okay with that you know if that means that people don't want to interact with me then that's fine you know old self again what I mentioned I didn't have that protective energy I didn't know how and now I'm just like no not today you know what I mean like shoe fly like love that and I honor it and it's not out of a place of fear for me anymore because I've realized too in the past that I have social anxiety and going through just healing and realizing those, that part of me and honoring it and just relearning, or I'm sorry, but learning, unlearning and relearning those parts and reminding myself that I'm okay and I have the power because I am a powerful individual. I create my own reality. Um, Something else that I shared with in the previous episode was the fact that my nervous system is still currently in fright or flight. Um, And so I've decided to kind of go back into my therapy sessions where I'm Going a little bit more frequently because of the trauma and almost like the PTSD is replaying as if it's happening currently. And so, what I said or shared in the previous episode, how I just subconsciously want to get through, just like power through and power through, almost like avoid, right? There's a little bit of that self sabotaging tendency of not allowing myself to hold space with my 14 year old self because that's really what's been coming through and 14 year old self again is the girl that part of me that lost her mom um there was a lot of other things that I didn't know how to process because again I didn't have the resources and um excuse me anytime I do releasing you guys it's like, I want to burp. So it's just like, allow it to burp, girl. Allow it. Let it go. <laughs> I'm being seen. I'm being heard. Tender. But um, I've shared on my stories how five-year-old Carol, and I've shared in previous podcasts that I've done, that the five-year-old me, she is so happy. She's just like living her best dream. You can tell when my five-year-old self is coming out because I get into my creative space. My house sometimes looks like there's a child and no, the child is me. Hi. Um, And it's okay. Like, I love that part of me. I think it's something so special about me. You know, I I, I love it. I'm not ashamed of wanting to be that five-year-old kid that I never got to be, right? And so I'm just like, I love it for me. But you know, the different ages of myself and the parts that need to be brought up currently right now, it's that 14 year old self. And she's been really challenging, you guys, super challenging for me to hold space with. I've been avoiding allowing it's like 14 year old self is avoiding wanting to come out. And I've done meditation, I've again gone to therapy and been called out like you're avoiding and I'm like yeah I know I am and I get kind of sassy with my own therapist. There's been times that I wanted to be like mouthy to her and I'm like it's not about her, this is about 14 on Carol, like we need to be seen, we need to be loved. So with that being said you know I did do some work around that on Halloween and I really just... I'm proud of myself because I showed up to things even though mentally, physically I was drained, but also allowing myself to just be authentic, right? Because I used to self-sabotage myself into thinking I needed to be perfect and being perfect meant having a great attitude. But also I think being mindful, right? Being mindful of when to speak and not speak. Like I, I, I am okay to show up and not feel 100% myself and realizing that, you know, that's okay. Um, I think because before there is that conditioning of toxic positivity and I've mentioned that in the previous episode that this is just a reminder that I would like to have an episode about that, but realizing that, You know, if people cannot handle me not talking or if people cannot handle my authentic self by showing up and being who I am, then that's on them, right? That's on them and I'm proud of myself and I, you know, pat myself on the back that I showed up because in reality, I'm learning to rewrite this well, there's multiple stories to 14 year old self, but this specific story with my mom, I'm choosing to show up and do the work around it. And it's not easy. It is not easy. And realizing old part of me, the old Carol that binge drinked herself through certain events because I didn't want to feel it. I've came a long freaking way, you know, I have. And I don't need people to, again, I don't need them to understand that because I know where I'm coming from and I know how I feel and the people that again, are going to show up and love the authentic parts of me. And if again, showing up in rooms and places where I'm just minding my own business and it triggers people in some sort of way, realizing that's not about me, it's about them. And When I show up authentically in my light, where I honor all parts of me, it is going to show people like you can do the work yourself. You can be in a high vibing frequency, but it's not my place to fix or save or change people. I can be an inspiration to people if they choose that and not everyone is going to and that is okay. And the reason why I'm sharing that for you, with you is because somebody needed to hear this, right? Somebody needed to be like, dang, I didn't realize that I am triggering people and that some people are trying to sabotage the things that I work really hard for and it has nothing to do with me. It's a true reflection on how they feel about themselves. And... I think when we see that and we understand that, we send love to them, right? We don't have to entertain. We don't have to interact with them. We can send our love and light through prayer, through our spirit guides and say, you know what? I hope they heal. I hope they heal. I hope they one day find a revelation within themselves and make those self-discovery and self-forgive and go within. At least that's For me like that's how I see it now before before I would take things so personally and do I do it at times of course I am a human I still have human qualities but my soul self understands like that's a you thing you know I'm over here trying to be a better individual and not bitter and take the lessons and the hard shits and just get through it And, you know, I don't want to pass traits down to whoever meets me, you know, or whatever the case may be. I mean, I don't have kids, so I'm not really passing anything down, I guess, but I'm just passing wisdom down to people that I do meet because I do have a lot of people at my table who are younger and I share things with them and they share things with me and, being able to share with people and being able to hear where they're coming from. There's something so magical and healing with that, that it's just love, unconditional love. I've been able to hold space with people that have differences than I do. And I'm just like, you know what? I I love the energy exchange. There's things that I don't really understand. But again, I too don't have to understand, but to see that people are love in the flesh form that they are because that's what it is. We as individuals are made from unconditional love, right? You want to sit, talk about a higher power God or we're Buddha or whatever the case may be. We were born perfect in an imperfect world. And so to understand that has helped me love so much. And that goes into loving myself, Really, loving myself to know that I'm perfect, born in an imperfect world has helped me see so much and understand. And I think right now, something that I'm working through currently in my human self is self-judgment. Man, talk about something that, again, I'll be talking about forgiveness, but I'm seeing and having a revelation of self-judging myself for the parts when I couldn't show up for others in their life. Um, And I know I've done that. I know old self could not be present with the people that were with me. You know, my nervous system was so out of line and not centered and I was just power throughing. I was on autopilot. I was just trying to do 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 go go go. Avoid that right now I'm feeling like I'm judging that part of me and realizing man, there's old parts of me that people had experienced and um it's it does have me feeling a type of way where I've been releasing and crying and being like, gosh, that, that hurts me. It hurts me to know that I've hurt people because I was hurting, right? It's that phrase, hurt people, hurt people. And right now I'm feeling like, There's all of this emotion that I still need to hold space and release and let go. Um, Which is interesting because I have therapy tomorrow. But I, again, it's like, you know, I hate to say this, but it's like the truth, right? It's realizing that we were in those people's lives for a reason, even if it was the Not healthy version of who I was or the girl that had a lot of turmoil that did not know or understand how to process or hold that space and reflect and realize how much blame, shame and guilt that I placed on so many people that loved me. Um, because if I go back and look, I'm like, I felt so unlovable. Um, I felt unworthy. I felt like nobody cared about me. Ooh, this is great, you guys, because this is 14 year old Carol talking. So I'm really loving that I'm doing this again, the day before therapy and I'm having so much unconditional love being poured, but this is 14 year old Carol speaking. She felt unworthy, not seen, didn't, I felt like certain people didn't care or I felt everybody didn't care at the time. And again, that's not true. That wasn't, true if I really go back and look at the inventory of the people and I'm not even gonna lie that wasn't just 14 year old Carol that continued going and spewing into my life of feeling like nobody cared and feeling unlovable and feeling not confident and not heard not seen that 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 continued for a very very long time And even though there's that self-judgment, it's honoring that part and allowing it to come up and feel it because I'm feeling. I And that's the beautiful thing. It's realizing in this moment, even though I'm self-judging those parts of me where I couldn't show up, I get to show up today. Um... I get to feel, I get to heal and yeah, um, I just get to, and knowing that there's so much love in that. There's so much self forgiveness and love. And so that is the energy update with me. Um, but for the collective, and I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for holding that space because woo, that, that was hard. Um, but I'm feeling like a release is going to happen coming up. And I'm able to speak my truth as the 14-year-old self and she's feeling very, very loved by me. And so, yeah, and you guys get to be a part of that. But the collective energy that I'm feeling is it's the holiday season, right? And for some people, if not most, I would say, depending on your circumstances, and depending on the things that are going on or around you or the things that you haven't held space it can feel triggering. And for me, it has also I made a revelation as well where putting again this is going to go into boundaries, but realizing you don't have to show up to every family event. I almost dropped my phone. So if you heard that, that was me like, woo! My phone just like... That was a confirmation. Like, boom! You don't have to show up at every family event. Because a lot of us have family members who are toxic. Right? We have family members who are not holding themselves accountable. And want to play the victim blame, shame, and guilt, right? And I know that's where a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to go to my aunt's house or whatever the case may be or this person or they're going to bring up topics that are so uncomfortable and certain people are going to try to fight or whatever the case may be, right? I don't know. That's just a scenario. But I just wanted to put it out there. You do not have to show up to everybody's family event you don't. If there are toxicity around you, within your family, you don't have to show up. Right? And if you are being triggered this holiday season, right? Because Thanksgiving is coming up and some people may feel lonely. There is something to be said about the spiritual awakening or not even spiritual awakening healing journey or holding yourself accountable where sometimes it feels lonely. Because you see things now and you observe and you're just like, oh, wow, this individual doesn't like me. And, like, we can have a healthy conversation if they want to, you know? It's like, what? Again, what I shared with you, it's like showing up in places and being like, um, I'm triggering people by showing up and they are, what? Like... Uh no. Um that's not okay. Right? And that's what I want to say is you don't have to be around people that are toxic for you. You get to choose. Here I am burping or coming up with a burp. <laughs> Oof, release. Hi, 14-year-old self. She's like, "Hi, I feel heard." I love that for me. But going back, you do not have to entertain toxicity. Right? People are grown. If they want to communicate, they can. See, I'm getting a little annoyed because this is for everybody. It's like, again, when you hold yourself accountable and you're learning and relearning and unlearning and being better. And then you're like, holy cow. I wasn't wrong about this individual. This person just does not like me. I should have trust my intuition from the get-go. And yeah. So... If you're feeling like, oh, dread is what I'm hearing too for the collective. If I'm feeling, I'm feeling overwhelmed, I hear that. Um, Give yourself permission is what I want to say. Give yourself the peace that you want, right? Because when you love yourself so much, you realize you are the peace. You are the peacemaker, My warriors, I see you. I see you doing the work. I hear you doing the work. And I honor that. You guys are amazing. And I love you. And the thing is, I am so dang sorry that there are people in your life that do not see it as a beautiful thing, right? Um, there's just something to be said about those people who are in that energetic space that I'm like, what? I would want that type of person at my table. I would want people to be so comfortable in their self that they bring peace to themselves. Like that is spiritual yum yum you know what I'm saying that's there's so there's something so attractive about that energy that's why I'm like I don't understand why people are like it's almost like that hate comes out and you're like again you don't like me and it's because I'm showing up as a mirror and you can't even look at yourself through the mirror reflection of the fact that you can be in this level of frequency and people are choosing not to because they don't want to do the work and I just had this conversation with a client one of my good good friends and you know I just told this friend I go hey I freaking love you so much. And as your friend, I've been your friend for like eight plus years. And I'm going to tell you something. You know, you are a beautiful human being. And I am sorry that there are people in your life that don't see that. And I'm sorry, but I see you. And, you know, again, something that I realized that I shared with this individual is that I've had a lot of frustrations when it came to 14-year-old Carol where people did not show up for me. And it's okay because I couldn't show up for myself, right? Let's be let's be real. I couldn't show up for myself and people couldn't show up for me. So it was like a mirror reflection on what I needed to work on that I didn't realize. But also, I'm in this space too where I'm full of gratitude about it where I'm like, at least, you know, at the end of the day... If I really wanted to like look back and see that there were certain family members that didn't show up, they did me a favor, you know, because yeah, did it make me stronger? Yeah. You know, and am I tired of being the strong one? Yeah, I am. I've been strong for a very long time. That's all I knew was to be strong. I had to be strong. I had to grow up fast because of the circumstances that happened to me, right? There was a lot of trauma, and I know a lot of us have that. But at the same time, now that I'm in a space where I'm at, I know those traumas happen for a reason, for a divine purpose, for a divine calling, for me to be here to speak about it so others can be seen. And that is where I'm at with the collective energy. There are things outside of your control there are people places and situations that feel very testy let me tell you let me me tell you you know you have those tests where you're like do I want to show them my spicy sign and hey there's a part of your journey that sometimes you might just have to tell people to fuck off you know what I mean like fuck off like what is it how can I help you you know, um, actually I don't want to help you, but if you need help, I'm going to direct you to some resources that I have. You know, I go to trauma therapy. I can be your coach. And again, I say this with love and light, and this is the energy that I'm feeling. Like there is a little bit of that, like, um, I'm hearing clap back, like, what? Excuse me? Like, What are you doing? Like your opinion or thoughts or however you think of me doesn't, it doesn't, no. Because also what I'm hearing for the collective, it's like, um, I've been hurting my own feelings for a very long time. (laughs) Like I've been my worst enemy for a very long time. Do you think your ish is going to affect me? I don't think so. I love this. Like I, oof, there's fire energy Fire energy, and I don't know if it's because we're in Scorpio season. Because Scorpio can be very, um, I don't see this in a bad way, but Scorpios they're very, um, they're strong individuals, right? They're just very headstrong a little bit. They're very like they will put their foot down, which I absolutely love that for Scorpios. They're just like, like, what the fuck, you know, like sassy is what I'm hearing, but because we are in Scorpio season and the people that are in their healing journey or holding themselves accountable, there is that space where you're like, I know how to clap back without being my old self and putting hands in the air and clapping. And, you know, for me, I'm half Filipino, so So, um, I'm, I'm like, no, I know how to say F you in a nice way. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, bless your heart. Tender. I love that. Oh, yeah, I can keep going on my favorite one. My favorite thing that I clap back to somebody because there was an individual that was being disrespectful to me that I like. I don't know where I give off that I'm a dumb individual because I'm not. I'm actually very intelligent. And again, with having my special gifts, I see right through people. And I'm like, what are you doing? So I had an individual that I was like – I don't know what is going on or where they think they can, you know, try to force a connection. I'm like, no. First of all, we don't have that relationship. Okay, um, no boundaries. So, what I wanted to share was this is actual hair client, and I've shared this in a previous episode. And I put this individual in their place because again, I'm like, I don't know what's going on or whatever the case may be, but this is not happening. So I was like, I'm not talking to this person. I'm going to do their hair and get them out. And they were like, they did not like the silence. And I reverted it back where, cause they were like, oh, you're quiet today. I'm like, I'm just practicing the art of listening. And I was like, if you did not hear what I'm really saying under that, then you're, w- wit. like, what's wrong with you? But part of me, I know I have the right to refuse a service. But at the same time, I'm just like, um, I have energy protection. I have spirit guides. So if they really want to try to disrespect me, it's, it's, you're going to get, uh, no. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to carry some selenite with me. Like, and no. So with that being said that's the energy that I'm feeling that's why I shared that story of a client there is that clapping back in a way where it doesn't have to be violent it doesn't have to be physical it doesn't have to be whatever you're just standing firm in your foundation right standing so firm in your foundation where the other person is like oh they're not gonna take my ish no no we're not thank you for that. I appreciate you, but no. So I love this. You guys stand so firm in your found freaking nation. Love it. I love it. So I'm going to take a little break and I'm going to go and move on into boundaries and why it's important all right guys welcome back how did you like the first part of this episode how are you feeling what's coming up for you are you seeing things in yourself are you resonating what is coming up for you i just enjoyed sharing the collective energy because i cannot wait for my accountability friends for my tribe my safe space the people that hold space for me i cannot wait to hear What energy update is going to be unfolding for them because there is, again, when people share, when they feel safe to share with me, there is a moment of clarity too for myself and also get it Also, It's like a confirmation of things within me. If you guys know what I'm talking about, you know, I love confirmations. I am like, Oh, there's a confirmation. I also love being someone's confirmation, I love when I hear people like, oh my gosh, you were my second confirmation. You're my third or you're my first. And I do it with people where I'm like, oh, you are. Yep. My prayers are being answered with this in in, in moment that I'm having with a individual. So yes, I want to talk about boundaries. Dun, dun, dun. I know so many of you either get oh, with boundaries, right? But, and that's fair that's fair because I was in that space before, but now I'm like, I honor boundaries so much. I think it's super, it's great to have boundaries. It's great to have boundaries in your intimate relationships, your partnerships, your clients, your family, your parents, your kids, all the things, right? Friendships. I think it's super important. And for someone who for a long time lacked boundaries it felt super uncomfortable to do right it felt like i was being a bad individual but in reality it was helping me have that energetic boundary between what i like to call people sometimes is energy vampires right again so yeah it has helped me realize who is actually for me Now that I have boundaries and being a recovered people pleaser, it has helped me realize again, who is taking advantage of me, who respects me, who really likes me and honors all parts of me, right? They're not trying to manipulate me or whatever the case may be, right? Um, Because again, realizing that Some people try to, or have, at least for me, have taken advantage of my niceness. And it's like, I may be polite and I may be nice and I know I have a good heart, but that doesn't mean that I'm stupid. It doesn't mean that I can be played with. It doesn't mean that I'm here to be taken advantage of, right? And so if you do place boundaries on people who do not respect you, It will show that to you when you do that. So if they're used to you not being a person who lacked boundaries, or if they're used to you being a person that lacked boundaries and you find and you start to put boundaries on people, the people that disrespect you are going to react. And it can be, it can be again, overwhelming when you have not been practicing it. So I think that's why it's so important to hire that coach, have that therapy or go through a program. Cause I was going through a 12 step program where I learned all the things about myself and, you know, was looking at my personal inventory and was like, Oh my gosh, but it, Not only does it allow you as the individual to grow within yourself, you are also allowing others to grow as well, right? If they want to, because some people don't, like I've mentioned, but it does not mean you do not love people when you put boundaries, especially when it's family. Because again, you're just like, oh gosh, what, how are they going to feel? Are they not going to like me? Blah, blah, blah. But If they like you and they love you in your authentic self, they're not going anywhere. They'll be like, okay, yes, there might be need some redirection here change and stuff like that. And it can, you know, people don't like change. You know, some people are not okay with it. And again, you just have to be like, okay, whatever, um, or whatever you want to think, you know, again, for me, it's like, I don't mind saying no anymore. At least I before I used to be like, oh my gosh, I can't say no because that's people pleasing, right? I'm like, what's so bad about saying no? If people can't take my no and see it for what it is, then again, they don't respect me. And you will start to see people's true colors when again you place boundaries. And um yeah, so it's there's also I want to talk about putting boundaries not on the people that are in our lives, but putting boundaries on ourself. Uh, there's a lot of things that I don't think people talk about is like the, the doing that as well. It's like, okay, I had a revelation this past couple weeks where I was like, I need to go and place boundaries with myself on myself with a said individual, because they just like I share, they, they don't, they're not being their true authentic self and they don't really like me and they're not going to really say that, but I can see the fake niceness as what it really is. And I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, well, I'm not going to associate myself with this individual. And sometimes when you put boundaries on yourself, you realize the boundary that you need to put on yourself is to remove yourself from a situation and it's okay, right? It's, okay that we sometimes have to remove ourselves from situations where again we're not being accepted we're not being seen we're not being heard and it's fine you know like okay that's really how you feel um but it's also going back and teaching people how we want to be treated we when we lack boundaries we are showing people that what we accept and don't accept so again when you haven't been practicing it give yourself some love and compassion and reach out to someone that you trust so that you can talk about the things that you are experiencing so that person can help direct you back to being in centered and I know that can feel weird when you have a accountability partner and you've been doing things all by yourself but you don't have to do everything on your own that is something that I've worked through with the hyper-independence as a coping mechanism, but realizing I have my accountability partners and my tribe where there is zero judgment and we share and we collaborate and it is nice to, you know, when you feel like you're being out of line yourself or quote unquote crazy and realize I'm not being crazy, it's just, it's again, it's nice to have that confirmation or validation, even though it's like you don't need that validation or confirmation, but it is nice to have it, right? I want to make sure that we understand that it is safe to feel that confirmation and validation, even if you're not used to that, right? Because again, I've gone through where I'm like, okay, well, I don't need it, you know, which again, that can be a reflection of the hyper-independence but you're not alone and there are people that can hold space with you without again the judgment they just hear you and they love you unconditionally so um one of the things that i want to talk about or what are the like i'm looking at my paper that my therapist has handed to me when I first started going therapy and she's like have you ever heard of what boundaries were are and I'm like yeah isn't it like a thing that like you put and this is like as far as somebody can go and she then handed me a piece of paper three pieces of paper and automatically I was triggered and I held it right in front of my face and I stared at it and I'm like oh (laughs) and she's like do any of these sound familiar and I'm like uh-huh. Yeah. Beautiful. I learned a lot about myself. Um, especially when uh, you know the one that really stood up or stood out for me was let's see, I'm looking at it right now. It was like telling all, right? Over sharing with the wrong people, right? That's why you need to find your safe space, the people that are not going to use it against you or take the information that you're using and make you feel a type of way, right? That's kind of manipul. No, that is manipulation when people do that, when you're like feeling vulnerable and you're sharing these like deep parts of you because you thought you could trust them. And then all of a sudden they like use it against you in the future. And you're like, what the what the hell was that? Um, love and light, right? But be careful, especially what I'm sharing with the people that I've coached. Who are in the dating scene and they tell me that they meet somebody and then they were just like, oh my God, it was going so well, blah, blah, blah. We had this connection. And then they have that almost like that moment where the individual is starting to retract. And then the individual is like, wait, what just happened? And I'm like, well, let me ask you, did you overshare? And they're like, dang it. And I'm like, yeah, like oversharing with someone you first meet, be careful because not everyone is you, right? That is something I also had to learn was to realize that I needed to stop expecting others to show up and be like me because that created a lot of hurt that created a lot of resentment in myself. And that created a false reality of being like, oh my gosh, they are not I thought they were. Um, and being like, then who the heck was that? Right. And that's okay. If you've been in that space, I'm not here to make anyone feel bad about it. Right. This is a time to reflect through this podcast and realizing to give yourself self-forgiveness, which again, we'll be talking about, or I'll be talking later on in this episode. But when I coach People who are in the dating world and they are struggling and all the things I, I, again, I go back to like, stop telling people all of the things and thinking that they are the one right away there. You should give that space to grow, to figure each other out. If anything, besides before telling people all the things about yourself, ask some deep reflection questions, ask them questions about themselves, right? Try to figure out them And, you know, I, you know, some people can be like, well, why do you tell all the things about yourself on your podcast or your Instagram? You know, I was sharing my journey because I have that energetic boundary. I know when to put boundaries. I also have that gift to be like, this person is no like uh again putting selenite in my bra or on my in my car in my purse like no no um and again I have that reiki attunement and the reiki ability to cut cords if I feel like somebody is trying to energetically cross a boundary um excuse me and one of the things I want to share for me is when somebody feels the desire to reach out because they want to help. That's not crossing my boundary. That is me holding space with someone who is like, "Wow, I could really use their Carol's tools and stuff like that." I don't mind when people reach out. I love talking to people. Yes, there is moments where I need to hold space with myself and take care of myself. But for the most part, I enjoy having conversations with people. I enjoy on a deeper cellular level to have deep conversations. Cause as I've shared, when people come into my life and they feel safe to share things with me, there is something there that I also need to receive. There's a gift. There's a call that I've been looking for in a prayer or a meditation, um, But one of the things, um, again, an an unhealthy boundaries is um, going against personal values or rights to please others, right? Those are unhealthy boundaries. Again, that is people pleasing. That is feeling the desire to say yes to every single person that's wanting to, it's like a form of validation, right? It's like when you say yes, it's almost like, well... Um, for me, as a recovered people pleaser, I know I would say yes to every single thing in hopes that I could get people to like me because I didn't like myself and almost expecting, right, it turned into an expectation where I expected people to also show up for me, right? And again, that's going back to I need to stop expecting others to be myself and see me and others and just take care of myself, right, if that makes sense. Um, also, an unhealthy boundary is expecting and believing others to fulfill your needs right automatically and it's like well people cannot read your mind you know um me as I said I have those gifts I can read people and I the one thing that I would like people to understand is to I don't want to feel like I need to do that Because it is exhausting. It's like, I can read your freaking mind. I can feel your emotions. I can feel other people's anxiety and depression. I can hear the things that people are not saying, right? And I'm just like, why are we wasting the energy when we can just say what we need to say? And so that has been such a... I'm trying to find that balance where I'm just like, just speak the words you want to say. I want people in my life to be truthful, you know? And it's like nobody, I want people in my life to know that there's no, no, nobody has to walk on eggshells. Like be, be honest, just that's it. Just communicate. And, you know, if I do have a reaction or felt the call to say something, I know where I can honor myself. And again, having those boundaries where I'm like, you know, if I am feeling... Like anger is about to come. I can say, you know, I need to take a break from this conversation. I hear you. I see you. Can I'm going to not even can I will come back to this conversation when I don't feel angry towards what you're saying? Um, because I want to be present. You know, I could not do that back in the day, I didn't have the capability or again the resources. Um, and I've again been able to walk away from situations where I'm like, in this moment this is how I feel. In order for me to not say things and be mean and hurt feelings, I am going to walk away. And that's why I will go and be in nature or I'll go and feed the ducks. And just again, to come back to center because emotions are emotions and when we react based on emotions towards something you can really do some damage um and I knew that so what I reason why I shared all of that is because I showed and shared a story um not showed I'm sharing this story to show you what it's like to one put boundaries on other people two how to put boundaries within yourself right um because I feel like there can be that high expectation of like, well, I put I put a boundary on this person. Okay, what about the boundary that you need to put on yourself? It's a two way street. It's not a one way thing. And I think sometimes there is that unhealthy. From again, as a coach, a life coach, there is that unhealthy. Again, it can go back into ego, right? Where someone's like, well, I place a boundary on this person, and they are still acting this way, and it's like, okay, but what are you not doing? What, what boundary did you not place on yourself? You know what I'm saying? So again, it's going back to holding self accountability of like, all right, put a boundary on this person. Now I got to make sure that I put a boundary on myself. And in this moment, if you are struggling to figure out how to do that, reach out to me, send me a DM, let's chat, let's talk, let's find that centeredness within yourself and have that self-discovery and those conversations and being able to have said conversations with people that you love without feeling like conflict or feeling like you are walking on eggshells. And again, I can help people get into that firm foundation of fixing themselves, right? Because when we fix ourselves, we're also healing other people and being that inspiration. Now, not everybody is going to want to go down that level of awareness. And that's where we go into free will of ourselves. Like, what are you open and willing to put up with, right? I think that goes back into victim mindset Because sometimes from my experience, if I'm in a situation where I'm like, well, they are X, Y, and Z, that's me going back to placing blame, shame, and guilt. Well, what am I not holding myself accountable, right? Where am I playing victim when I can go within and say, okay, well, this is X, Y, and Z. This is what I'm allowing. And this is how I, you know, either I accept it or I don't. Free will. So yeah, that is why boundaries are so important, my friends. Boundaries with the people we love and boundaries within ourself. Um, moving forward to the next topic, I'd like to talk about triggers. And realizing, you know, I had a hard time for a long time to realize what my triggers were. Um, Until I started getting help and so, or until I started taking radical accountability um, until I started getting therapy until I started to really see my hurts, habits and hangups and addictions and being like, all right, well, this is what I used to do when I had a trigger where I would avoid and numb and isolate and not communicate and express vulnerability. And something I wanted to share that, again, I had a revelation about, you know, victim mindset and how that was a, a condition that was placed onto me when I was little. I used to be told that big girls don't cry, right? And I was like, wait a minute, like going back as an adult, it's like, what? Like I used to be a closet crier. I used to put my head in the pillow and cry in silence and not hold that space with myself to cry. And there is something so healthy and magical about crying. There is nothing wrong with it. There is no gender towards crying like you can be a male and cry you can be a female and cry but I was placed already with that condition and story of big girls don't cry and I'm like now I'm like cry girl cry all the tears you need to cry you have emotions you have hormones we need to feel to heal and I know I've had moments where I've told myself like I'm exhausted crying but also understanding it's really not exhaustion it's releasing suppressed emotions that have been kept inside right you know what I've shared about my 14 year old self there was feelings of emotions I definitely felt sadness when I shared the things that I shared with you about 14 year old Carol and that's amazing I'm I am so honoring those parts. I love so much of my emotional self because I used to run away from those parts of myself. I used to be ashamed of feeling and wanting to cry and all the things and it turned out to be anger i had a lot of anger in my past where i realized you know if you want to look in the wheel of emotions um you actually can download that usually underneath anger is sadness and i you know now that i see that and anytime i'm like 14 year old carol feels angry that she wasn't hurt she wasn't seen it's like okay feel the anger you know, don't, do not, not honor it. But then when I shared with what you shared, I felt sadness and that's beautiful. Again, I love that. Excuse me. Um, I think right now, and I say this with love and I say this with light, that the world has been, it's like we're going backwards again with the whole, I think it's great to be mindful, but also that's for me, it's like, well, I cannot not speak my truth. I have an opinion. I have thoughts. I have feelings. And however people receive it or feel about it, that's not my responsibility. I am a grown ass woman and I would, you know, hope that the individual can communicate with whatever transpired right? And realizing that we cannot censor ourselves, right? Like there's been so many people and things that have been trying to censor people to like, well, you can't say that. What? Like I can say whatever I want to say. And if it's inappropriate, then that just means those people are not for me. You know, have I said things that I'm like, oh, man, that was bad. But in reality, if I ask myself, was it bad or is it because that was a form of people pleasing that I don't want this individual to feel bad because I said something, even though my intention was not to say it like that. Right. You you know what I'm saying? Um, People's triggers are their own responsibility. That is their thing now if someone is saying i'm being triggered right now and it's like okay well let's hold space right because that's what i do as a life coach i can hold space i have those tools and i have those resources some people are just like "Uh -uh, no i don't want your trauma dump whatever some people feel that way i've had people come to me and was like i don't want a trauma dump on you and i'm like it's okay you're not a burden this is a safe space i have the tools and the resources to detach from what you're saying And again, when people come to me and tell me the things that they want to share, it's a blessing for me. There is a hidden gem within the things that they share. And I feel freaking honored. I feel honored that people come to me and feel safe to share. But also realizing that some people don't share their vulnerability because they never had that safe space to share. And my heart really... Feels a type of way like it. I feel so much sadness for those that never were able to have that safety, and realizing too that when I do communicate with someone who is open and willing to share the vulnerability, I have came a long way to be able to hear them and see them and talk to their inner child and. Because that's really what it is, right? We all as individuals have inner child wounds. Um, We all have had traumatic experiences. And, you know, I've met a couple of people that are like, I don't have trauma. I don't have. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) like, then that's fine. Like if they want to say that, that's fine. But we all do. As I mentioned earlier, we are perfect. We were born perfect in an imperfect world, there's conditions that have been placed on us. There's societal expectations, there's opinions, judgments, and all the things like, it's not hard. It's, it's not hard to not fall. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's easy. Let me say that it's easy to fall back into the human conditioning, right? And depending on who you interact with, right, who you surround yourself, that can be very, like, draining or very, what is the word, like, influential, influential, is that that even a word, it can influence an individual, right, um, But realizing too, when I think wherever you're at on your journey and having those triggers and realizing, okay, this is something I need to work on. Our self triggers are our own responsibility and realizing that people have their own. And as I said before, it's like now I've been able to hold space with whatever I'm seeing and observing where I'm like, okay, they, they weren't seen in or held or loved in this area And I can do that as a life coach and I can also walk next to them. It's not for me to do anything, but hopefully hold their hand and walk next to them to make that own discovery within themselves. And it is so beautiful when again, somebody shares with me like, oh my gosh, Carol, I made this discovery. Like, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm like, you're... And I want, and I say, you know, thank yourself. Like I was just here planting the seeds and helping you water. You did the work, you showed up, you decided to take radical accountability, inspired action and hold those spaces of the dark and bring it into the light and rewrite and unlearn and relearn. Like that's, that's doing the work that's showing up for yourself. I was just here to you know, show you that by, again, not necessarily show, but again, planting the seed and watering it. And I, I, you know, I, I, it's just a gift for me that I love to re-gift to people because I'm showing up, as I mentioned, to be better, not bitter. And I honor so many parts of people where they're at. And that's unconditional love. You know, that's that's unconditional love and that's beautiful. But as I said, triggers are, in my opinion, as a life coach, it's important that we are self aware of our triggers. It's just an indication of what we as individuals need to work on and taking those steps to get through it. And when we take those steps just to understand not to gaslight ourselves, because I know I have done that where I, I shared with you guys in the last episode where there was feelings where I was just like, why is this coming up for me? Like, why am I still feeling like this? And I was gaslighting myself into toxic positivity where I'm like, you should be over it by now. Like you've been doing the work. And I'm like, no, I am not going down that spiral of, you know, like numbing myself out. I'm going to honor all parts of me because all parts of me is so beautiful and so worthy and so magical that I don't want to hide anymore. I don't want to keep moving through life with, I call them like the performative masks, you know, I want to drop them off and be like, this is me. This is who I am. And when they, when I start with me and reflecting and doing and honoring the triggers and bringing it up to the surface and loving those parts, it's magical, you guys. And again, I share that to, you know, have people honor those parts of them and see themselves in this amazing, self-worthy mirror that can be freedom. And it is freedom. And I think so many of us, at least for me, for the longest time, I felt like You know, things are only going to be better when I'm no longer around. And I know that sounds very, very, very dark, but that was the truth. And knowing that now in this space where I'm at, there's heaven on freaking earth, there is freedom. I can take the chains I've binded to myself and release it and say, it doesn't work for me anymore. It doesn't serve me. Those things served its purpose and they were there for a reason. So yeah, I hope that you give yourself permission to feel your triggers and I hope you give yourself that permission to find a safe tribe and to find the people that help bring the light out of you but also honors the dark parts because here's the thing, you guys, the law of polarity, you cannot have one without the other right? And I think when we know that, when we honor those parts, it gets better for us. We have a better understanding of where we're at. We get to take away the self-judgment and bring in self-unconditional love. And it starts with us individually. And yeah. So with that being said, I want to go into the next topic of the feminine energy and masculine energy. And I've been wanting to talk about this this for a while. And something that I have been observing and hearing is, you know, there's some of us having that high expectation, excuse me, where it's almost like we're there's been some people that have been trying to look outside of themselves of being like I just want to find someone that's going to help me be in my feminine energy and that's a great thing right I think we do want to have those people that feel safe where we can drop certain energies like I've shared in a previous podcast that I've lived my life in, in super masculine energy because it makes a lot of sense when I go back I was Mainly raised by my father, and I love those parts. You know, I don't regret being in that space, but also realizing that I never allowed myself that feminine energy. And I'm now honoring both my feminine and masculinity. There are a time and a place when my masculine energy does serve its purpose. For example, being in work. Like, I can be in my masculine when it comes to my work where I can help lead my clients with their decision to what they want to do with their hair or lead my coaching clients to help them find that discovery and all the things. Um, I can be more logical in that area, but then I also can honor my femininity, my nurturing, my um honoring my feelings and honoring my body and honoring my hormones and just like taking care of myself you know taking care with self care honoring myself by taking that self love self care bath um embodying in my creativity right that's the feminine that's the flow that's the being kind and gentle with myself and again I think there is this interesting space where people are like well I'm only gonna allow myself to be in my femininity when x y and z and it's like again I've shared before it's that having a you, i'll wait until then right it's that waiting for something else outside of herself and it's again it's almost like a form of codependency in my in my perspective it's like wh- why wait now why seek approval and seek outside and be like well only when but it's like you know and I've i've shared this with again my my clients who are in the dating um world where they're just like I am not getting the type of individual I'm wanting. And I'm like, well, have you embodied it within yourself? And I'm like, you get what you receive when you do it within yourself first. And I always try to hold that space where I'm like, you don't have to wait to be in that feminine energy. You can honor and feel and heal and be with your emotions And then the person that is in that same energetic frequency will come into your life without forcing or chasing or fixing, right? Um, Because I know that there are some individuals that have been in relationships before where they're like, well, I had to fix this person and I tried to change them. And it's like, that's not going to get you very far. That is a... A lot of uh, that, yeah. I, obviously, I should talk about that in a previous in a previous topic, but that that could be very exhausting, in my opinion. My then my opinion that's a energetic whoa, because the only people that can fix and change them is, is themselves, right? So going back within, going back within. So again, the reason why I share that is to it's not a gender based role right I think we all as I've shared we can all be with both and having that centeredness and balance because as I mentioned before I have ran most of my life in my masculinity and being like oops um uh, my bad like I didn't know what I didn't know and I'm okay with (laughs) You know, trying not to self-judge myself and give myself grace and compassion, but knowing I can have my femininity right now. I can be my divine feminine energy, the divinity of both. And that to me, you guys, that's sexy in my opinion. Like when I see somebody that can honor both of that energy, again, the law of polarity You cannot have one without the other. And again, yin and yang within ourselves to to fill in all of the spaces within ourselves, right? And that's what I'm sharing. And I hope you're receiving this in a way that makes sense for you guys. And if it doesn't, please, again, reach out. But um, I'm going to now tap into this topic that I'm currently... Currently going through in all different ways in all different stories that I've been holding space with, which is grief. Um, I say it like that because 14-year-old self is very she knows she needs to feel that. She knows she needs to go through grieving and feeling and honoring so that what is meant to be outside of grief will come in and it's not even the loss of my mother it's also grief plays in identity right when we are saying no to things that do not serve us like certain identities right for example I have coaching clients who identify their worth in parenthood and I sometimes have heard the the strive to be perfect and I'm going to tell you something right now you guys and I know you know I shared I don't have children but I see children in a different way where I'm just like there is no perfect parent you you do the best that you can and it has helped me understand where I needed to forgive my parents because they didn't know what they didn't know right and I know they try to be the best and they try to be perfect but I've rewritten stories in myself where I wish that my parents had conversations where they treated me like I was human instead of again where I would be like uh why is anyone talking or why are we fighting or this and that and there was chaos and it it you know it it made me feel like it was my fault and I didn't know how to express those things to my parents instead of like, again, we can have these conversations with our children to be like, you know, I am sorry I yelled at you. This is why I yelled at you. It's not you. It's a me thing and really holding that space for our kids, right? It's teaching children to have Healthy and open conversations. And again, that is something that I'm working through myself and reparenting those parts of myself and letting my inner chil- children, because there's multiple age, but child, that, you know, it wasn't my fault that my parents divorced. Nobody really talked about it with me. And I'm super blessed that my parents were the best co parents ever. I will tell you that. My parents never talked bad. To me about them if anything they helped me understand like different perspectives so that I will give them much credit for they never talked bad about each other if anything they were friends and they were better as friends and the thing that was interesting again I had a revelation where I was like I would get so annoyed when my mom used to call and wanted to talk to me and then my dad was like, let me talk to your mom. And they would talk for like an hour. And I'm like, what in the heck? My, like, um. so I had a little bit of like, a, my mom called me not to talk to you, which, okay, that's, that's valid. But realizing the blessing in that, you know, like, how beautiful was it that I got to experience my parents being healthy co-parents, parent parents. I can't say that word. I almost said parenters. (laughs) I was about to make a word up, but it's cool. Um, there were other things that transpired, you know, the people that they were with that talked shit. And I say that with love and light, they were the ones that said bad things about, you know, and that's, that was their insecurity and that was their thing. And I'm over here like, okay, well, whatever. That's, that's, you know, I forgive them. That doesn't mean I'm ever, ever, ever going to conversate with these, those individuals. And I haven't because of those specific reasons where I'm like, um, no, <laughs> no. But anywho, what I was wanting to say was like grief and identity, right? What I mentioned was there's people, there's, there have been coaching clients of mine that really beat themselves up for being not perfect parents. And I'm like, you are showing up again. You are doing the work. You are healing yourself. You're healing your inner child. You are having conversation, conversations with your children. I love that. And my inner child is like, yes, like I love that for you. And I love that for your kids. I think that's beautiful. What a beautiful experience. And going back to other identities too, it's not even parenthood, right? It could be you know, something that I've shared in a different podcast was my identity as a business owner. I had so much worthiness. I put like worthiness of a business owner onto that. Like I thought I was not worthy because of my business that failed. You know, I've ran two businesses and they quote unquote failed, but at the same time, it wasn't a failure. I learned so much. I learned that my second business I had a lot of pride. I didn't ask for help when I had my second business. I took on all of the hats. I had all the roles. I did the accounting. I did um, all the numbers. I did this. I did marketing because I didn't think I was worthy enough to invest into those things. So I had a lot of realization of being like, well, if I were to run a business again, this is how we'll do it and have the help. And there's things that I learned where I'm like, I'm just not good at certain things. Like these are my weaknesses and that's okay. Like it's not a bad thing. It doesn't define me as a weak individual. It's just not, it's not my strong point, And that's, that's 100% okay um but again you can have an identity of worthiness of being a spouse right some people really hold on to that and being like well i'm not a perfect husband i'm not a perfect wife and it's like nobody is perfect nobody yes you were born perfect in an imperfect world but at the same time you are allowed to make mistakes you are allowed to make mistakes now the thing that i will say this is If you're making the same mistakes over and over again, then that is something that is a conversation to be had, whether it's in a relationship, whether that's, oh my dog, hold on. Whether that's in any type of relationship, right? And I think too, when you have someone in a friendship relationship, business relationship what have you and they tell you like hey I'm noticing that you have this pattern and you were like oh my gosh okay and they or you whoever you let go of that pattern you rewrite it you unlearn you relearn you let it go there is grief in that Because it's the old version of who you were. It's past self. And give yourself permission and grace to feel, right? Because leveling up, you guys, it's about crying and letting go and saying thank you. Being gratitude for the past version that got you where you were, right? There is something that I've been having a revelation and a download of you know, if I go back from last year and see where I was and realizing that version of me got me where I was to get my manifestations and the desires and the wants and the needs and the dreams for me to receive, I had to be that version of me. And yes, there are parts where I'm like, man. Do I miss parts of that person? Of course I do. That part. But really, it's not even like that person is left. It's just the old version of us that quote unquote felt comfortable, but now we are in a better frequency. So give yourself moment of grief. Say goodbye to the things that do not serve you. Right? The identities that we've placed on ourselves. Because I'm going to tell you something. You are more than all of the identities that you've placed on yourself, right? The sibling, the parent, the business owner, the wife, the husband. You are way more than that. You are a divine soul that was put on this earth for a purpose. You do not know. You don't need to have the 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 understanding of what that purpose is because the purpose of you is what you are. The soul you who is on Earth learning and growing and showing up and being better—that's who you are. Your soul already knows what it came to Earth to do. It's just having that. Trust and surrender. And again, going through grief, whether again, if it's a loss of a friendship, what I've mentioned in a previous episode, say goodbye. And the thing is, which I'm going to mention is forgiveness. So I'm going to go into that topic now of self-forgive yourself. The things that I've shared with about self-judgment, I need to self-forgive. And in order for me to self-forgive, how I do it is one of the things that I've told one of my coaching clients. Write a physical letter. Burn it. Let it go on a physical vibrational frequency. And after you self-forgive, that part, that old version of you, self-forgive whoever was around in that situation. And you don't necessarily have to reach out to them because some people are not open and willing to hear your forgiveness. I know I've done that. I've had people reach out to me and try to make amends and, you know, I have my walls up. I do for certain people and that's okay. And if you do have that space where you meet people from your past and you're eligible or able to hold space and apologize and be like, look, I place an unmet expectation on you. I apologize. This is where I was at the time. You know, I don't expect you to forgive me, but I'm forgiving myself in the human flesh form that I am. So that, you know, whatever the case may be, if you think of like, you know, I believe in an afterlife, I also believe in reincarnation, but that's another, that's another, st- uh, topic, but Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for how maybe you reacted in a way that you shouldn't have. And you're like, whoops, I didn't mean to do that. Again, you are able to go back and make those amends with the people you love and care about. Go make forgiveness with your children. Go make forgiveness with the friendship. Go do forgive, self-forgive in yourself. Right? And then... One thing I had to uh, see and understand was I needed to drop the expectation of receiving apologies from people that hurt me in the past and realize I'm going to be waiting a long time. So that is where I have the ability to do the forgiveness work with them by writing a letter, by me putting myself in their perspective and writing that letter that is from them to me. And then I read it. Based on my perspective as the person that's looking for that apology. And then I burn it and I let it go. And there has been so much freedom. Freedom in that. So, wow you guys. What did you think about this episode? I just, I love it. I'm in my closet in here. Like, you know, dogs are barking. It's all good. It's all good. Because I'm not here to perfect it. But it makes me laugh because there's been a lot of growth in this closet, you know, I've, I've done my other podcasts recording in this co- uh, closet. So it makes sense as to why I gravitate in here because The energy in this closet is like vibrating on a high frequency that I just really enjoyed. So, you know, if there's any certain topics, you guys, like please, please, please feel free to share. Tell me what you want to hear, what you want to know. I want to talk about manifestations. I want to talk about more embodiment. I want to talk a lot about Reiki. I want to have guests on my show. Please message me if you would like to be on my show. You want to talk about healing. You want to talk about... Uh, spiritual stuff. Like, I just want to get into this whole space of sharing, you know? And if my platform can do that for you, let's do it. Let's grab our favorite beverage and let's 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 spill the tea of spirituality and the self worthy of self but yeah I hope you guys enjoyed the energy update um you know me going through the self judgment boundaries and triggers and the feminine feminine energy and masculine grief and forgiveness and I just want to hold that space to let you know and remind you that you're doing the damn thing and you're doing such a good job And I love you and I honor you so much. And please share, like, subscribe, leave a comment. Until the next Self Worthy of Episode, you guys, good night. I love you.